Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your main bitch in the house. Yes, 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 Kim here, and I hope you guys are having a happy Thursday. Yes, January 26th. Yins, guys, I can't believe we're almost in February. Like, where where are we going, right? How are we getting there? <laughs> it's just crazy. I am hella, 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 hella overly excited because in the summer, yes, I'm talking about the summer. I'm so sorry we're not even there yet, but... My family and I, we're going to go to Disney World, and I'm super duper excited. Like, I can't shut up about it. I can't stop watching movies. Not movies. I can't stop watching YouTube videos. This bitch is ready to go see some Mickey Mouses. Yes, Mickey Mice's Mouses. You know what I'm saying. Some Goofies. Rafiki. Come on now. Disney World. Where are you at? Okay. So, yes, I'm very excited. But where is the time going? January 26th. That's crazy. There are some things happening in this Bravo verse, the Bravo sphere, as we all know. If you guys tuned in yesterday to the reunion part one for Salt Lake City, it was interesting. I mean, if the if the rumors are in fact true, and I can't really recall if I confirmed it. I know, I know it was in talks, but if it is true that Salt Lake City is in fact on a pause, like for real, for real, that's messed up to me because this season, yes, it was whole Jen Shaw shit, okay, but the women are holding up pretty well, the four of them, within the reunion part one. I mean, when the other three ladies came on, two out of the three, in my opinion, seem very thirsty, and we'll get to it. But before um, before that, let's talk about my gal, Kate Chastain. Yes. And uh, we all know that she's preggers. Congrats, Kate. We love you. And um, there was like an article on, what was it, Bravo TV, uh, the website there. And it was basically saying how her and Brandy are the best of friends. Why? Because they were on that show on Peacock, The Traitors. And as I said before, guys, you really have to check it out because it was... You're you're literally on the edge of your seat, and anytime someone gets banished or murdered or, like, anything, you're like, no. It's so good. It is so good. I backed, I am the ambassador for the traitor. So, anyways, they're the best of friends, and I suppose... Not I suppose. And they were supposed to be doing, they were working on a project together. I think it might have been for Bravo. This is Kate and Brandy. But obviously, Kate got knocked up. Boom. That's on pause. Or I don't even know if that's going to happen. But Kate did say in Watch What Happens Live that she is planning to raise her baby solo. But obviously, with some help from her really good support system and... She actually discusses that one of those people in her support circle is, in fact, Brandy Glanville. So, yas, best friends ever. I love that. Yes. Now, let's get into uh, Salt Lake City. So, we now are finding out the real reason why Lisa and Meredith have never really repaired their friendship, which really is like, they're not even frenemies, really. They're just not friends at all. So Meredith says 
in the reunion yesterday, she says, I'm going to quote here because I definitely got this from the Bravo website. (laughs) I'm going to do it in my best Meredith voice. She says, I quote, my issues with Lisa today have nothing to do with her childish tantrum. After Arizona, we were in a neutral space. Shortly thereafter, I come to find that Lisa has removed me as a follower on her Instagram is one and was hiding her stories from me. Sorry for like the little schlubsh in between. Uh, I fucked that up. But she continues by saying, at the reunion last year, I explained that I was very hurt by Lisa that I didn't hear from her when my father passed away. And Lisa went to Twitter and posted a lot of text messages that actually occurred a month later to make it look like I was lying when I had already been traumatized enough about my father's death, where she had already created confusion over dates. Damn, I mean... Yeah, that was a long-winded answer. I'm sorry, guys, but I felt like, one, I wanted to channel my inner Meredith Marks, right? And two, I think it was important to talk about. So the reunion seems pretty okay at the moment. I'm a little disappointed. I know everyone was pissed off about the whole Heather not telling people who got, who gave her the black eye, if anyone did. But like even Andy says... It looked like someone assaulted you. Could it have been Jen? Did she hit you? Would you cover her if she did? And it's interesting because Heather says that she really can't remember. She completely blacked out. And she got really emotional about it. And she said that she knew what happened. Then she didn't know what happened. And all this kind of shit. We remember the episode. But what kind of annoys me. And I've been a Heather fan forever and ever. I love that bitch. But I was disappointed and I didn't really understand it. I am also not Mormon, so I don't really know her experience. And obviously anyone else who's Mormon, their experience, I'm sure, is completely different than what Heather had. So I can't really say anything in that regard. But Heather was kind of pointing to it's so terrible in the Mormon culture, if you will, that If you drink, that's bad and everything like that. But also if you black out, that's like super bad and you're going to be looked down upon and all this shit. And I guess the whole guilt came back to her whenever she was going through this, I guess. I'm not really sure. I mean, I kind of got it. But at the same time, I'm like, you definitely didn't run into something. And as Whitney said on that damn podcast, the two T's in a pod, she didn't get some fucking allergic reaction. Someone had to have assaulted her in some shape or form. That's what I think personally. Am I wrong? I don't know. But we're not finding out the answer because Heather doesn't know. But I don't know. She did say when Andy asked, would you cover up for Jen if she did that for you so it wouldn't be used in her trial when she was going through this shit? And she did say yes, she would cover it. That was pretty telling to me. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's going to be like fucking Aspen all over again with Beverly Hills. That's just something that we'll never know. We'll never have the footage for it. Everyone's going to have their own theory. And everyone's going to say this and that, tit for tat. And I just think that we'll never know. And the only person that will know... Beverly Hills, it's Kathy Hilton and supposedly Lisa Rinna and obviously Heather Gay. So I was very disappointed because I really wanted to get to the bottom of it. But yeah, something was strange about that. What else was strange 
where these two thirsty bitches that come on as a supporting role, Angie K and uh, Dana. Damn, oh damn. Did you see what they were wearing? First of all, Dana had like the fucking, like she was trying to channel in Caroline Brooks, if you will, whenever she was trying to channel fucking, um, what the hell's her name? Charlize Theron from the, from the Snow White thing. Okay. She had that like broad shoulder cape thing. Like, come on, honey, you're a supporting role. You're not the main. I know that you want to be the main, but like, come on. These girls, the only other, the, the other Angie with the blonde hair, I don't think she was, she was just there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But the other two, Angie K and Dana, I think they were really trying to go at it. Angie K is fucking annoying as shit. She's trying to talk about Jen that she is not a good person. And Meredith, you do not have good social skills. I was exhausted. This girl is literally trying to get on the show. But we also hear that Meredith said that she's been trying to get on the show for three years. Well, guess what, Angie K? If the rumors are true, you're not getting hired because everyone's on pause. Okay, Dorinda Medley, yas. But these girls know that there are spots open because of Jen being gone. And then they never really filled it from Mary or um, the other Jenny. So I don't know. But it was an interesting part one. I'm looking forward to part two and uh, we'll see what happens. Other thing, Vanderpump Rules is coming up February 8th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, obvi. Then we got Real Housewives of New Jersey, holy shit, February 7th at 9. I think it's at 9. And then we have Good Old Summer House, February 13th, just before Valentine's Day. How many sandwiches have you made for me? That's going to be at 9, I believe, as well. So cool Cool stuff coming up. I'm excited. I really need to know more about this Raquel and fucking Schwartz thing. I mean, reading about it is one thing, but seeing in the trailer them kissing, first of all, it just like irks me. And I feel a little uncomfortable if you ask me. Like, he's almost 40, I'm pretty sure. And I don't think she's even 20. How old is she? She She's not 30, that's for sure. There has to be at least a 12, 13, 14, 15 year age gap. It's just ooey to me. But let's get to my main bitches, the main event, please, because my Real Housewives of Potomac ladies, Kern, there's a lot of shit going on with Kern. <laughs> it's so laughable. <sighs> so we're day three in Mexico. Yes. <sighs> it starts off very interesting to me. We learn that Giselle our green-eyed bandit, one of them at least. She's got the case of the bubble guts. Bubble guts, okay? So the girl is shitting out anything that goes into her system over and over and over again. It's kind of like whenever the girls of New York, was it when they went to Columbia and Tinsley was hosting and then like Bethany and Carol or someone, they were in the bathroom like pretty much the whole day. This is Giselle in Mexico, It's funny that it started that way. I think we could have kind of gotten into it a little later. That's not the first thing that I want to know in an episode. But, you know, Bravo Production, you do you. You have Mia and Giselle talking. They're at like some bar, whatever, in the resort. And the Sharice and Karen fight from the other night was brought up. And Giselle's like, I'm pretty sure Karen is just jealous of Sharice because Sharice really did bring us all together and she is like the face of Potomac all that kind of shit but then she also says that Mia and Wendy she feels that Wendy's jealous of Mia 
so that was kind of interesting. I don't I don't know if I really saw or agree with that, but you know, she's doing her thing. She also brings up the fact that Mia should also talk to Jacqueline, her oldest BFFFFF forever. And Mia's basically not there and she's like, oh, she acts like this all the time. She's so dramatic. That's why my other friend groups don't want her around, blah, 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 blah. So Giselle is just like, you should just talk it out. Y'all love each other. But then they were like, hey, we should plan a bachelorette party for Robin since she did tell us that they're getting married the day after her brother-in-law's wedding. (laughs) The funny thing is when Mia asks Giselle, would Robin be okay with strippers? There was such a long-ass silence. Did Jin's guys hear that? Mia, this is her. Do you think Robin would be cool with strippers? Giselle. Yeah! Seriously, you could hear pins drop because it took so long for her to answer. So in my mind, I'm like, are you saying yeah for Robin there, Giselle? Or are you saying yeah for yourself? I mean, I know that you went out with Jason Cameron, okay? That's still fucking weird to me. Whatever. Even though I love both of them, I would love Jason for myself. But just saying, okay. Yes, I'm not over that, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, too, Ashley and Luke saw each other again, which is all about all over the block. Like, calm calm down, people. Okay, they can be spotted together. Doesn't mean that they're like getting married. (sighs) Anyways, I don't know. I feel like Giselle was like, yeah, strippers for herself. And that's okay. You do you. Then what's really funny. (laughs) I'm going to shade this to Giselle. So she pulls out some bread out of her fucking purse. Mia's like, where did that bread come from? She's like, I just got to clean out. Like she is like the uncle (laughs) from home alone when he's trying to put the silverware in his wife's purse. He's like, put that in your purse. Put that in. Giselle has the bread in her purse to help with her bubble guts. And you know what? You got to do what you got to do to take care of the digestive system. So then we got Robin chilling by the pool. She's talking with her assistant about the wedding ceremony, which I don't really understand because it's really just going to be like a little thing with the four of them, whatever. And it is kind of weird that she doesn't want her parents there. But again, I don't know. That's sad. I know if it were me, my parents would be not only sad, they'd probably be really pissed off. But then we get to Ashley and Karen at the pool. And they're talking about the whole trip. Like, oh, Ashley, this has been so nice. And then the Robin attack on Kern comes up. Karen thinks that She also called Robin's supposed attack on her very venomous, the venomous attack on Karen when Robin called her fake. Okay, not a hoe, not a bitch, not a man stealer, not a close your men to married let. (laughs) What the fuck? Not not a close your legs to married men. Did you hear that? What? who, Who am I? None of that. Robin just called her fake and Karen is like off the grid. She's like, Robin, oh my God, this whole thing with the marriage, it's fake. It's not going to happen. You know why? X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. Ashley comes in and says, well, Robin was just sticking up for Sharice. And then Karen's like, don't talk about Sharice. We are done with Sharice. And I'm like, well, Karen, you need to like have a drink, man. Have a drink, have a shot, have 15, whatever. You need to slow your roll, come back on earth, and just relax a bit, okay? <sighs> so then 
as Karen says that Robin attacked her integrity. I don't know how she did that. Okay. She says that Robin and Juan, this whole wedding, it's fake. Because she knows so much about Robin Dixon. Dun, dun, dun. Plot twist. Ooh. Karen says that Juan is seeing this woman. <laughs> I'll wait until the end, even though Yin's guys probably saw the episode. It's just great. Supposedly, Juan goes around. She's from Montgomery County. I don't know where the fuck that is. And they date in Georgetown. And then we see later on in Candace's confessional, she's like, why would he be dating some hoe in fucking Georgetown? You could be going here, here, or here. And you choose Georgetown? Like, this is fucked up. But anyways, I digress. But what do you know? They date in Georgetown, per Karen's words. And, dun, 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 dun. She looks like Kern herself, okay? <laughs> Karen says she's up in herself. As, she's really, like, tooting her whole. She's like, oh, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> Could you just imagine her saying that over and over? She's fine. It reminds me. It's so laughable to me. It just takes me. But it was so enjoyable because it's so laughable. It takes me to the scene whenever <laughs> Sheree is in Kenya's house. And Kenya's house, I don't think, is fully done yet. And then Sheree sees it. And then she does that. Ooh, ooh. Oh, my God. I love that. Yes, she by Sheree. Have any of these guys bought her clothes are they actually legit okay so apparently to Karen Robin already knows about this other woman this other Karen lookalike which thank you production team for really putting up a wonderful rough sketch of the woman the other woman that is aka Karen Huger oh my god Karen you you really are like a blessing to this franchise. I mean, I did say that this franchise, if Candace wasn't there, they would be falling a little bit. But Karen's trying to pull the stops, even though I think Candace is number one with the shade at this point. It's great, though. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And then after they had this little um, chat, Ashley and Karen, she's like, oh, yeah, well, I want to have this chat with Robin face to face, woman to woman. But, like, seriously, guys, Yins know that Ashley's going to be stirring her shit like she always does, and that's why we love her. So she's going to be telling all the other women first. And she already starts by meeting up with the rest of the women at another bar, and she says, well, guys, you know, I, I was talking to Karen, and she had some uh, she had some interesting things to say about one of these women here. It, it was a very interesting convo. Of course, you got Wendy and Candace trying to guess who it is. And then Candace is like, blank if it's if it's Giselle. Oh, okay, okay. Blank if it's Mia. And then she says Robin. And then, you know, obviously, we all fucking know. They all want to know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, Robin comes down, so they stop the conversation. But beautiful little shade here. Thank you, Candace. And it's a lovely little quote. She says, Ashley can hold a secret for as long as she can hold her pee in her bladder. That's cute. I enjoyed it. Something uh, notable to uh, recognize. That makes sense. Okay, now moving on. The girls get in the car. Robin's bringing up this game. Hey, we should play a game and we're going to ask shady questions. It'll be a lot of fun. So then we find out 
that Karen, one of the questions was like, who watches the most porn? Kern raises her hand and she says, oh, yeah, I just think it's beautiful. So the women are shocked by that. Okay. Eventually, then, the ladies get to their destination in Tulum, Tulum, Tulum. I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm fucking sorry. T-U-L-U-M. Okay, Mexico. There you go. And uh, they go shopping. And then what happens? Ashley's going to some other store while the other ladies are somewhere else. Robin's like, I'll go with you. Of course we know that this is going to be brought up. The whole Karen situation, other woman. We won't. Come on. Seriously. The foreshadowing was ridiculous. So Ashley tells Robin what Karen said. First thing that Robin does is I'm pretty sure what every other person who watched the show did. I did. I laughed. I thought it was the most obscure. It was hilarious to me. And obviously it was to Robin because, I mean, come on, you guys, it was funny as fuck. So I appreciated that. <laughs> so, um, you know, again, I like that the production team showed the little sketch of the other woman who's clearly Karen by the picture. But then Robin goes and she calls Juan and tells her about this whole thing. And holy shit, let me tell you, this is the most I've ever heard out of Juan's mouth. He And, and most of it was like, bleep, 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 bleep. They bleeped it out because he was so fucking mad. He's like, Robin, this is why I don't want to get involved. I'm paraphrasing essentially. And he's like, this is, this is, I'm going to knock the fuck out of these women. He was pissed. So... I mean, we don't hear Juan talk a lot, so obviously this really uh, perturbed him. But also, in the back of my mind, and even Ashley said that, she's like, you know, he had infidelity before. So, like, maybe still in the back of your mind, just a little, 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 you're like, could it be true? I mean, I get it. But she's also coming from, she was married to Michael Darby, so she has a different experience. But Juan is really pissed, so is he trying to cover up something or I mean, is just is he just a hothead when he gets pissed off? I don't know, but I don't think we'll ever find out. But do I think that he's seen another woman that looks like Karen? Fuck no, I don't think that. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Then after this whole thing, Robin's basically she's in the battlefield now. She's like, oh, my God, I have names and I'm ready to expose Karen, and let's just be real, Robin does it. She's petty as fuck, and that's what I love about her. I mean, let's go back to uh, Candace's little rant on Twitter Live or Instagram Live or whatever. She's petty as fuck. I dig it. So we'll see it. So then the girls then go to lunch, and then Candace brings up stuff to Karen that Ashley kind of uh, dropped a bomb, okay? So... Basically, Robin starts by saying, you know, Karen's fake and she's a phony bullshitter. Well, she said that the night before. And basically the whole other woman is brought up and um, Kern says that Robin attacked her integrity, which we all know is not true. Like, I'm very confused by Karen. She makes me laugh and that's why I love her. She is a Potomac treasure. Just like back in the day, Ramona was a New York treasure. You know what I'm saying? But when Karen did bring up the other woman and the rumors, I believe Wendy, I'm pretty sure it was Wendy, definitely Candace did say that they heard about those rumors. Or at least that's what Candace said. It was all over the blogs. But here's the thing. 
Wendy and Robin had like a little tiff for a bit, but so did Candace and Robin. So in my mind, I'm like, I, you know, is this really a thing? Or are they just adding fuel to the fire to make it a little tasty? I'm not really sure. But uh, it was interesting. Giselle is then on the defense to uh, for Robin because Karen's like, you're not inviting us to your wedding. That's so weird. Giselle's like, she doesn't owe anything to you. Are you kidding me? She doesn't owe any of this to you as far as telling you, inviting you. Like, this is what she's doing. Like, what the fuck? Stay in your lane. So then, oh, Robin gets out her phone. She's got the receipts, not only on her fucking speaker with the Instagram live, but a picture, honey, even though Giselle sent it to her originally. Yes. Green Eyed Bandits, babies, they stick together. So Robin is talking about how Karen has this man that she was seen in Vegas with the Redskins jersey that he was wearing. We call him Blue Eyes. Ooh, <laughs> that was my phone. We call him Blue Eyes. So Kern is getting her freaky freaky. Not in that way. Just they're hanging out, I guess, in Vegas when he had a Redskins jersey on with this man that we know as Blue Eyes. <laughs> Robin shows all the girls. This is Karen. This is Karen. Karen's like, I want to see. And she's like, no. So, uh, you know, Karen, sorry. You're, I wouldn't show it to you either. If I got some beef with you, I'm not going to show you the fucking photo that I got with you and another man that is not your husband. But it was funny. I appreciated Mia. She was like, oh, yeah, that's Karen's ass. Everyone they confirmed that it was Karen. So Robin had that receipt and it was great. It was great. But then Karen says, well, you know what? I have to say this. This whole thing with Juan, you don't even know Robin, but I'm trying to protect him. And then it was like, what the fuck? Where are you coming from, Karen? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Robin's like, Juan's about to cut your ass out, Karen. Like, what the fuck? Oh, she, I'm trying to protect Juan. Plot twist, okay? Then Karen brings up their reunion when they were wearing white. Definitely wasn't last year or the year before. I think it might have been two years ago or something like that. I don't even know why she, like, held on to this thing. But jokingly, Andy said, oh, Juan, would you ever consider a threesome with Robin and, I don't know, someone else? Robin says, hell no. Juan says, jokingly, gotta keep it spicy. L-O-L-O-L. Okay, but apparently Karen took that as Bible. Like, she, do really? So then <laughs> she says this to the girls. Whenever Juan hugs her, I think it might have been at the reunion. She says, and I quote, another good little quote of the week here. <sighs> He squeezed me so tight, my breast went back to my backbone. I think she said vertebrae, so it wasn't maybe like a direct quote, but basically the gist of it. So I don't know where then he told her as he was hugging her so tightly that he wanted Karen to be the third in their threesome. <laughs> Can you? I mean, I couldn't even take that seriously. I started laughing as I was telling yins guys this. It is ridiculous. Oh, my God, Karen, you're a gem. You're so delusional. It's hysterical. 
Then <laughs> Giselle's like, a toast to receipts. A toast to receipts, which is basically like, Robin, you're the main bitch, Karen. Fall the fuck back because you don't even know what you're talking about. It was so good. But then, of course, Giselle, she's got to stir some shit and she's got to bring up Jacqueline and Mia. <sighs> Are you guys okay? Jacqueline says, she was a little spicy here, too. She was like, you know what? It's a process. We're like sisters. And, um, you know, I don't really care what you ladies have to say. And then you have, oh, oh, okay, okay. Jacqueline probably wasn't the best to uh, to go about it like that. But I get it. You don't want to deal with it in a public setting. But it is kind of funny because you're doing it on national television. But, you know, whatever. So, of course, Jacqueline is then starting to yell at Mia again for, you know, I stuck up for you. Cancer, no cancer. My mom took you in. And then Mia's like, oh, well, yes, your mom took me in. Who was with her on Mother's Day? Wasn't you. And then I was like, holy shit, sister fighting. We can't leave it at the door. We can't do it in this group. Oh, my goodness. Of course, Jacqueline is going to get upset about this. So what does she do? She storms out and she walks away, which she goes to the outside bar or whatever. So that's when Mia's like, that's why none of my other friend groups want to hang out with her because she's so fucking dramatic. And you know what? She kind of is. But like, power to the people who are dramatic, okay? Because I'm one of those people. Just saying. So then, throughout that whole thing, Mia then segues, like, speaking of sisters, Wendy, I really want to like you. I respect you. You are a powerful woman. I respect your marriage to your husband. I think you're a badass businesswoman. So she's trying to mend her fence. Is that, is that the... Is that the phrase? I don't know. She's she's trying to repair. Repair the fence. She's she's trying to uh, say sorry, basically, in front of the women. So Wendy's like, yeah, for sure. I appreciate you saying that. Let's have a, a conversation, just the two of us. So that was nice to see. Yay. The lunch is now over. The girls are getting back into the car. However, some people are meeting up with Jacqueline, who's crying. I will fuck her up. So they're trying to comfort her as girlfriends, too. And then what happens? They end up going on the, the bus back to the thing. And then, uh, OK, I'm just going to shade you, Giselle, here, even though I love you. When she's like, adios, is that Spanish or is that hasta la vista? Uh, uh. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, come on, Giselle. Were you just doing that because you knew that the camera was there? I really hope so. I know you were laughing. Was that just for a laugh? Or I don't really know. But it, it was kind of a cringe moment for me. I'm like, no, Giselle, seriously. But Jens, guys, that happened. So does she know what adios means? Does she know that it's Spanish? Or is it Arnold Schwarzenegger talk? I don't know. Then later on in the evening, before they had their like final, like, hey, let's hang out before we go home, Wendy goes to Mia's room and then they just sit and they have a lovely girlfriend little chat. They uh, talk about their differences. They make up. They have a good time and then they leave. The final night, the girls are having a nice dinner. It's super fun. Everyone's having a good time. Mia, we hear her do her animal sounds. <laughs> that was interesting. And then apparently Candace did some sort of chihuahua sound. Okay. So they're getting a little drunk here. They're having a little fun. They're kind of doing the Marilyn Monroe party that they did. Uh, the girls in Salt Lake City did. Yes. So they were flashing each other, not with the boobies, but with the vaginis, right? So trying to say, oh, do you have underwear on? Whatever, whatever, whatever. But apparently 
Wendy says in her confessional that Mia went up to her and said, I want to eat your box. Bum, ba, da, dum, bum, boom. So then you have Candace in her confessional questioning. Did that just happen? So then, of course, it's like, to be continued. And that was the episode of My Potomac Bitches. It was very interesting. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, yeah, I I am wondering. I almost feel like what they're trying to hint at is, yes, Mia said it. Did it actually happen? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. If it were to happen, it wouldn't be between Mia and Wendy. It would probably be between Mia and Ashley. I'm just saying. Now, is that Bible and that's what happened? I don't fucking know, but that's what I would suspect if that were, in fact, someone was eating someone else's box. Just saying. So, yeah, that's 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 the storians, guys. I am excited definitely for the new shows to be popping out pretty soon. The taglines for Jersey Gals went up today and there was one that I heard that was from one of the new girls that was basically saying... Like, don't come into my business. I don't get into yours. That's definitely not the tagline. It was better. But I liked hers. I think her name might have been Jacqueline or something. Or Rachel. I don't know. I'd have to listen to them again. But the old school, the OG taglines from the OG women, I feel like they need to step up. I mean, they've been on their, like, super seasoned veterans. But I feel like their their tagline game, they got to step it up. Stop recycling. Get some new material. That's all I'm saying. And uh, let me see. Let me see. What else? What else? Yes. Southern Hospitality. I did appreciate on the Watch What Happens Live with, what was her name? Mia, the Bradley guy, Joe Bradley, um, Maddie, and then the Grace Lily girl that I can't stand. But she is pretty entertaining. (laughs) And how she was basically calling out the Mia chick, basically saying, oh, well, they don't even call you by your name. They call you by their fu- your fucking address because you take a man home every other weekend. Or she didn't say every other weekend. She said every weekend, I think. So you're acting like a slut and I'm not taking that back because you are a slut and you ought to da da da. We don't want to hang out with you. I mean, she's definitely feeling herself because she's on TV like, whoa. But Andy felt so bad for me and he's like, uh weren't you guys supposed to go out tonight? And they're like, yeah, but we fight all the shit. And then basically Mia was being left out essentially. And then Andy looks at her and says, um, we'll go out. I'll take you out. We'll, we'll have a good time. Definitely. He felt awkward for sure. And maybe in his mind, he's like, holy shit, is this what I have to deal with when my children get older? Like what the fuck? But yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it, even though like, I don't know, Southern Hospitality, you're okay. I don't see you lasting as long as Vanderpump, but like I can appreciate it because I like Leva. I think she's a badass bitch. So, but yeah, Yin's guys, another episode in the books. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And of course, follow us at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Ooh, and Yins, guys, for the preparation in uh, 
anticipation of Jersey coming out on the 7th. I'm going to have my girl Sade back on the podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Like literally it'll be next week. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about her journey because the last time she was on, she had nothing. She did not know much about Jersey. So she started from the very beginning and up to last season. So I cannot wait to hear what she has to say about the Jersey cast and where it's going. And if she's looking forward to the new season, I'm super excited. And I also am going to get her takes on Salt Lake and uh, Potomac if she's watching. I'm pretty sure that she is, but super excited. So Yins guys, tune in for that. Until next time, I hope Yins guys have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. Stay warm if you're around in the winter season, you know, snow and shit. And um, just stay safe and uh, have a great weekend. And I shall catch Yins next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.